Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Karen and Eric Riggers, the co-founders for Reinvent Ferment, an Appleton-based startup that recently got its start. And we're going to talk today about some of the products that they are selling and the connection between fermented foods and human health. Thanks to both of you for, for joining me here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the Thanks opportunity. For Absolutely. So to start off, Karen, what's new with Reinvent Ferment? Well, it's been an exciting uh, week in the life of reInvent for Men. Um, as we've built our business, we have a couple really exciting opportunities this summer to grow and scale and build on our success. Mm-hmm. So we'll be participating in UW Extension's Idea Advance, mm-hmm. um, which is a cohort of businesses that have the opportunity for a significant amount of funding, $25,000 funding to grow and scale. We'll also be in the UW Oshkosh Summer Incubator Program. Mm. Um, So both of these programs come with funding along with in-kind services to help mentor us through growing and scaling. Gotcha. So still in that process of trying to grow out the business, reach new areas. I want to ask you, Eric, as the uh, company's chief fermentation officer, can you talk about um, some of the products you guys have and kind of the connection there to, to human health? Absolutely. So uh, fermentation for human health is nothing new. Uh, humans have been fermenting foods for thousands of years. Uh, fermentation carries a number of benefits. It increases the, the shelf life and stability of food. It reduces pathogens in food, uh, increases the bioavailability of nutrients, and um, also makes foods more delicious. So we generally classify our products into kind of three categories. One is a traditional cabbage-based product, so sauerkraut, kimchi, and cortito are examples of that. Uh, For products like that, we'll process cabbage, break it down, add salt and spices, and ferment it. Uh, we do a brine fermented vegetable style, so uh, like fermented carrots or uh, garlic green beans, which are similar similar to a dilly bean. Mm-hmm. We have a product right now called a fermented banh mi pickle, which is a similar product with matchstick carrots and daikon. And then the third type of product is a fermented fruit product, so we have uh, a buzzy mango fruit spread. Uh, another product is raspberry jalapeno jam, which is lacto-fermented with a culture. Um, in all cases, these products are raw living fermented foods. And uh, because of that, they need to be refrigerated, which adds a little bit of complexity to both the processing, logistics, and and shipping of the products. But we're working through um, some of those logistics right now. Gotcha. I'd like to ask a bit about how you've been growing the business and getting your products into stores here. We're we're chatting here at the World Headquarters co-working space in Appleton, and you mentioned to me that you've got your products and some retailers around here. What's that process been like of reaching out to them and getting those products there? So we kind of joke around in the business, like Eric makes the jars, I sell the jars, so it works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a great response to our product. So we do a lot of, you got a chance to do a, a ferment tasting, we mm-hmm. call it, to, <laughs> to try our products. And so we're at three local restaurants, the Source Public House in Menasha, uh, Wildflower Pizzeria, new pizza place, and Bowl 91, which is this amazing um, kind of bowl of Asia, ramen, pho, those sorts of things. Mm. Um, So with the response from those restaurants, that's helped us build our business, right? People tried the products 
in a dish that's delicious and say, you know, I want to make this at home. And then they can find our, our products at some local markets here in Appleton, Jacob's Meat Market, the cannery. So this is kind of some of the the build out we're doing, mm-hmm. this this scaling model, right? The commercial accounts help build interest and education about our products. We also do kind of traditional vendor events and farm markets, those sorts of things. And we've got some kind of interesting ideas moving forward um, for opportunities um, as we scale and grow um, ways for people to purchase. Awesome. Can you talk about some of your plans for for growing out the business? So um, some of the kind of exciting pieces that we're thinking about are what, what are ways we can make these products more accessible? in our research, right, in this product, because essentially it's a jar of, of cabbage and salt mm-hmm. that is a functional food, right? It's, it has health benefits. We also think it makes everything you make taste better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea of, you know, for when people haven't tried it before, what are innovative ways we can reach out to customers to give them an opportunity, we'll say often, try and buy. Mm-hmm. So that might look like as we get into more traditional retail grocers, how can we do kind of sampling of products? We're doing some workshops at local libraries. Hmm. And so there's an opportunity for, we're, we would love to teach people to be able to do this at home. We know from our market research that it's convenience over cost, right? That's what we see in food trends, that people want to um, eat a healthy, well-balanced, whole food diet, but we're also kind of short on time. So you th- see the rise of things like Blue Apron or Purple carrot, right? These box meal vendors. Right. What are what are some ways we might be able to introduce fermented products, perhaps, into those boxes? Great. Well, I wish you the best of luck with those plans. Um, I can tell you personally that I really enjoyed the product. So, uh, thank you both for joining me in this podcast. And I hope to connect again soon. Sounds great. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.